are Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles. Since last we spoke, both the Dodgers and Angels started to write their seasons. The Dodgers winning seven of their last ten with a sweep against Philly, and the Angels going eight of ten with a sweep of Oakland. Woo! That's the good news. The bad news is the Clippers' playoff run came to an untimely end. Or a timely end, if you listen to Hammer. And the Galaxy <laughs> are continuing their downward spiral. Hammer, is this their Lindsay Lohan season? Like, is it officially? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, this is the Britney Spears shaving the head season. Oh, <laughs> not good times. Not good times. <laughs> oh, I'm already going to play that. <laughs> I knew it. I knew this was going to happen. Oh. Yeah, I say we give Ben the Oscar music to, to, play, ben, uh, to play Hammer off. You end. know what? And I, and I will give him a fair opportunity to tell me what happened for the uh, Galaxy that yeah, week. Yeah, be I'm fair. not going to just do it. We put, you know, as soon as he says Galaxy, I'm not going to play it. Yeah. But we're going to shorten these uh, Galaxy updates. <laughs> <laughs> Allow yourself 30 you, seconds. Uh, you know what? You're, you're firm, but fair. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. So we'll talk about all of that. Plus, it's been over a year since we made our predictions of when all our LA teams will win their next championship. And since all our predictions are always, you can take them to the bank, we're going to revisit those predictions and, and maybe update them. My prediction actually is there's going to be a lot of updating. <laughs> a lot Man. has happened in the last year. All that plus, we got the Rams and Raiders drafts that happened this last week. Oh Feeling good. Oh Feeling good. Talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a loaded show right there. So let's get to it. I am Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. Vin Scully was back at Dodger Stadium, and I was one pulled vocal cord away from being right tonight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. Darren Besa. Check this out. Albert Pujols stealing third base? Yes. You can't say that very often. <laughs> I saw that. That's amazing. Ben Garcia. Hoop-de-woo. And live via satellite, Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Keep the bulge alive. <laughs> oh. uh, or don't. Actually, no, I don't want to do that. How you doing over there at Hammertropolis? I'm, uh, you know, hanging in there, a little under the weather, still recuperating, so have to do what I can via satellite. So I pod with heart, so I'm... You do. do my best. We appreciate it. All are, right. you, are you hanging tough? Because that's what I heard when you said I'm hanging tough. Wow. wow. We are off the rails. We are off the rails. We are, oh, we are off and running. What are you talking about, my exactly. friend? Exactly. Oh, let's get right to it and talk clippers. Yikes. Who wants to, who who wants wants to take, take this, this first? Yeah. Fire? i got to leave it to Eric. I'd like to. Oh, yeah. I just oh, would great, like to great start. Call. Great call. I have, uh, I have four words. To tell everyone, I told you so. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Yes, but still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but still. You did uh, call it. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, the, you know, I, sorry, I'm, I'm going to just go jump ahead. in real quick. Uh, I just want to go back to something that Ben said on a previous uh, episode. He said, the Clippers, even with the Blake Griffin injury, still had more talent, and in the end, when you have the more talented roster, you're going to end up winning the series. And so I was disagreeing with him because I thought that the coaching that Doc Rivers has been doing this season has just been subpar, and that was going to come back to bite them. And I think he, the talent was still better for the Clippers, even with the Blake Griffin injury, but you saw that he made some really poor coaching decisions as far as who he was mixing in the lineup yeah. with Blake Griffin out, and that really set them apart. And the fact that they lost three games at home 
in a yeah, seven game crazy. series is just unacceptable. You, that that can't happen. And and you saw I saw the worst of the worst at that Sacramento Kings collapse, and you could just tell that, that something was not right with this team. And we got to blow it up. Blowing it up is one thing, but you know what are you going to get in return? You know, you can say, you know, listen, everyone's up, you know, the, the, the bench is open. Let me know what you guys were, were willing to offer. But at the same time, you also have to be smart. So, you know, in some cases, it may be smart to not completely blow them up, but to let go or to sell off maybe your most important piece to fill those other pieces that can help you win as, a, as an organization. Yeah, I, I, would to- I, would, I would blow them up. The only person that I would keep is Chris Paul. And the only reason why I would keep Chris Paul is because he's the only player that you might be able to pull other players to want to come play with. Nobody's going to come to the Clippers to play with Blake Griffin. Nobody's going to come to the Clippers to play with DeAndre Jordan. Uh, Chris Paul is your one hope to get people to come and play there. But you don't want to start building a team around a 32-year-old point guard with bad no. knees. No, I, why I don't want. Well, Blake Griffin's even worse. Well, true. <laughs> so it's either you either get rid of everybody or you try to hope. Well, you try to hold on. Look, I don't care who the Clippers add unless they add LeBron James. They're not going to beat San Antonio in the playoffs. They're not going to beat Houston in the playoffs. They're not going to beat Golden State in the playoffs for the next three or four years. So would you advocate so, that the Clippers become the next Seventy Sixers and next Lakers, which means that they're just going to throw all their important pieces no. away and then go into the draft and hope that they get the next LeBron? I would trade for draft picks. I would totally trade for draft picks okay, well, and try to get well, Chris younger. Chris Paul can walk. Okay, so here's the thing. So then do you go after Chris Paul and sign him to a max deal? I don't I don't know if you can give him a max deal. I know that's what he's going to want. Um, Other teams, uh, the Lakers would probably give him no, a max they would. deal, right? they would not. They gave Mozgov and Luol Deng those are not <laughs> like those, $15 million those are not, a year. Those are not max deals, No, though. they're not, but they're stupid right. deals, which would mean that they would be willing to give a stupid deal to Chris Paul. No, they, they're, no. The, the Lakers would not give Chris Paul a max deal. No, that's just dumb. And when the deals come around, the Clippers are going to have the, the option to pay him the most. So if anyone's right. going to give him a max deal or something close, it's gonna be the, the Clippers. Clippers will do that. Right. But I, don't, I, I just don't see any other way around this. You cannot bring this team back. And, exp- and now you're now you're just wasting even more time to get younger and better. If you, if you don't blow this team up, you so, have and you got to get rid of Doc Rivers. I he think, needs to go. I said that at the beginning oh, really? of the season. Well, yes, because he's okay. First of all, as a, who do you get? I, anybody? Uh, give me give me somebody from the WNBA. I don't care. Wow. Um, he they give him way too <laughs> much power. <laughs> way too much power. He's the president of basketball operas, opera, operations, Operation. and he's also the coach. And he's not a great coach to begin with. He won those, that championship in Boston because of the players he had on the court, not because of the way he coached. He's uh, and he should have won more. Yeah. He should have, but he sucks as a coach, and he's horrible at basketball. He wanted to renew. He was trying to bring back the old Celtics every year. It felt like him, his son, and all the old Celtics. So no, get, his ass needs to go. He needs to go. Bye. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Before we officially close the Clippers season, let's revisit our prediction from last year <laughs> and dun, what dun, we dun. said. By the way, so check out uh, our second episode ever. It was. Posted March 6, 2016. That's when we made these predictions in an episode called Championships for Everyone. Check it out. It's actually a fun episode. And it's funny to hear us from a year ago. We sounded so much younger. Oh, we did. (laughs) We did. You didn't. You were still old. A little less less polished, but uh, yeah. We stayed a little more on topic back then. But But what's the fun in that? (laughs) What's the fun in that? All right. Clippers a year ago. Uh, Vic, you actually made the prediction that (laughs) 
that they would win it last year if they had a shot at winning it, and that would be it. Yeah, so I, think, I think obviously, I think what I said was that was their only chance. That was their only chance. The window was, was to, closing. Was if they didn't win it last year, that they weren't going to win a championship. So is in the foreseeable future, no, or the window is no. closed. It's done. No, they're, yeah, they're done. I think, I think there's no way can agree yeah All i right. mean the houston houston but you know what though this is what pisses me off about stupid lebron james and the cavaliers have you guys watched any of those east coast games not at all. Yeah. No. We don't They're need to. Horrible. We know who's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> but the games are, these teams are horrible. And if the Clippers were playing in the East, they would be the second best team automatically in the East. They probably would have gone to a finals already had they been playing in the East. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're just, it's, it's like watching high school basketball. It's just, it's bad. All right. Well, nobody cares about them. Let's talk about the <laughs> Lakers. Oh. Shut it down. Yes. Okay. So. We're going to revisit our predictions from last year. I can tell you right now before listening that my opinion has not changed. Oh, not nice. changed. All right. Well, we'll start do, with you. Do you remember it? I, if I was to guess, it was like they they can win it probably in two to three years if they get a big name player to come in. That was the wild card. All right. But, I mean, they're probably not looking at winning anything at least in five years. Okay. And I don't okay. think that that's changed. You said five years last year, so yeah. that'd be four years from now. I think that that's still on track. Yeah? Yeah. So you're... Sticking with your guns? Yeah, yeah, I am. All right. I like it. Vic, you said two to three years. <laughs> now that'd be one to two years. Yeah, but I think I said two I think I said exactly what Ben said is if they can bring in yeah. um a, a big name player, uh they can win in two to three years with this team that they got. Uh I I, I don't even I, honestly I don't even think that they brought in a, the only again, the only person that would change that right now is LeBron James. I don't even care if they got Paul George, um Lonzo Ball. Yeah, no. <laughs> the The Rockets are too good. They're going to be too good for the next three or four years. Uh, well, depending on their contract. Contracts are coming up. But if they can keep this team together, uh, I, I there's no way the Lakers can overcome that. I don't care who comes over. It's it's The Rockets or the Warriors? The Warriors. Did I say Rockets? Yes. Sorry. I meant Warriors. Um, uh, I know there's The some, Rockets are making noise, too, though. Yeah. Well, the Rockets are better than the Lakers, too. Now, and if Paul George comes over, the Rockets are still better than the Lakers. So... Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm thinking now. It's it's probably closer to four or five years, and I'm okay with that, especially with this young core. Um, I don't want to blow up this young core to try to bring in somebody to be become the Clippers and be in the middle of the pack yeah. and never, you know, just get stuck there in the middle of the pack. I'd rather wait until the you'd Warriors rather, are older. You'd rather than, be stuck in the back of the pack. I would. I, I totally would because I think if you're stuck in the middle for the next three or four years, you don't yeah. win that championship. I agree. Yeah. I, agree. Yeah. I totally so, agree. The middle is the worst place to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. Wait. I'm from L.A. and I don't have patience. What are you talking about? <laughs> Here, let me break it down for you, Jeff. The, the Lakers have it's a, like a decade cycle. They won in the late 80s. They went about 10 years where they went without it. They won in the early 2000s, went about 10 years, the 2010s, 2011, and then we're going to go 10 more years, 2020, 2021. That's Ugh. when the next championship's coming. Ugh, I don't Be like patient. It. I don't like it at all. They come in droves, though, so it's okay. <laughs> all right. We should make this all show right. just one. What was Jeff's predictions? And then let's just make fun of <laughs> It's this year. It's going to happen you this know, year. They're all this year. Yeah, they're all this they don't year. have to go through yeah. it. In fact, I still say the Lakers can pull it off this year. You should you should not be Final the host of a yet. sports podcast. <laughs> Is that LeVar Ball over there? <laughs> Eric, you said four years. So that'd be three years from now. You uh you want to extend that? No. What what does that make it? 2020? Yeah, that's right on schedule for me. <laughs> there you go. All that's right. 
I say, yeah, three sticking years. With I'm sticking with three it. Three years. Nice. nice. I like it. All right. Good, good stuff. And I'm not going to do this, this bullshit with caveats, if this, if that. No. Three years. They're doing it. Oh, wow. <laughs> well played, sir. That. Well played. Get off the Vicodin before you start making those kind of decisions. <laughs> <laughs> These pin meds are good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk some baseball, shall we, gentlemen? The Dodgers are looking a little better, huh, Vic? Uh, yeah, they got to face a whole bunch of right-handed hitting. Or <laughs> is pitching, that what it is? I should say, not hitting, pitching, yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, you guys are uh, 15 and 13 now, a game and a half back, third in the division behind Colorado and Arizona. Yeah, um, they uh, ended up calling up Cody Bellinger. Uh, part of the reason was because they're going to face— your bold prediction? Well, I mean, yes— and uh, they were going to face so many right-handed pitchers. Uh, he's a, another lefty. So, okay. um, yeah, he, he the Dodgers have been doing well. Their offense is finally, you know, starting to click. Um, they were tied 1-1 going into the eighth. I don't know what happened tonight. But, um, yeah, they've been doing well. I mean, so, what can you say? And so there's some chatter going on. He's going to have to go back down because players are coming back. What do you want to see happen? Oh, he has to stay. I mean, at he's this point, awesome, he's— right? Oh yeah, he's what three sixty something. You know, uh, he's you know he hits the ball for power. He, he he when he's up there, every time he swings, it looks like the ball is going to leave the park. Then um, he can also hit for average. So this kid is the real deal, and uh, it's going to be really hard for the for the Dodgers to send him back down. Um, part of the reason is because there's a lot of the players are coming back that were healthy, um, but uh, it's it's just. Yeah, because even uh, Julio Reyes got called up, and it looks like he might be staying in the lineup as well because of all the injuries and stuff, and he oh, well. needs to stay. I mean, that kid that kid looks really good, too. So, yeah. Dodgers have been playing well. Pitching's doing okay. So we'll see. Long season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, how many games do we have left? <laughs> <laughs> Four or five hundred. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Okay, so then let's talk... My predictions from last year. I feel like you guys are going to want to update these. Because yeah, we're going to have to. <laughs> ben, Vic, and Eric, you all said they were winning it last year. <laughs> You're going to stick with that or uh, update it? Well, we can't stick with it because that's last year. <laughs> they can win it last year. So, I think they could do it last year. I'm still standing by that. I'm going to update it. And Just I'm don't go to Vegas that, on that. Th- that they're going to win it this year. If they don't win it this year, they're not going to win it for another 10 years. All right. Wow. Whoa. Why is that? Because Kershaw will be an old man by then, and they'll be too far under on a lot of these contracts, and it's going to take them some time to get out from underneath them and to be able to bring in some of the young guys from the minors and to be able to groom them and properly prepare them to win playoff baseball. Wow. Vic, do you agree? Disagree? Uh, it's well, more fun if you I disagree, agree that, so disagree. I, I agree that they're not going to win last year. Um, <laughs> that's kind of a no-brainer. Uh, will they not win for another 10 years? No, I don't, I don't think that's, that's you know, Kershaw is not getting five years older next year, so um, they'll be fine there. But as far as winning this year, I've already said it on air here, so I'll say it again. They are not going to win it this year. Wow. Uh, the reason being because I said last year they were going to win, and they did not, so did not want to jinx them this year. Oh, so, okay. That makes yeah. sense. I was oh, going to say, because usually teams. you're yeah. the yeah. So they are, <laughs> yeah. bows and butterflies yeah. of the Dodgers. Yeah, no, they're not going to win He's it not this a year. true fan. Yeah, I'm not. I really am not. Yeah. But uh, I hope they do. All right. <laughs> Hammer, what do you think? You want to chime in on this? Uh, I think they, they have the talent. Last year, they ran up against the team of destiny. They ran up against the Cubs, and there was just – it was 2016 was yeah. just that weird year where all the weird, you know, 
Yeah, ask the Indians about you know, Team of Destiny. And everything was broken. So this year, it might be our turn. I think I say the Dodgers win it this year. And I, I, don't, I don't agree with Ben that it's going to be another 10 years. The talent's there. Their talent isn't going to drop off dramatically in the next couple years. So even if they don't win it this year, they'll, they'll still be in the hunt. But they're definitely capable of winning it this year. So I'll, I'll update it again. We'll do it again this year. Well All said. right. Well done, gentlemen. Besa. Let's yeah. talk about our angels. Our angels. Yeah, they're. Uh, this should be fun. How you guys feel? They've been feeling, looking pretty good. You guys feeling pretty good that you didn't make a bold prediction that they were going to go like ninety and seventy two or something this year? <laughs> oh, I think I, I think I made that. Jeff prediction. made it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're looking good. Uh, shout out to Mike Trout who won his fourth AL Player of the Month, and nobody for April. noticed. And no what? <laughs> nobody noticed. Oh, I noticed. Angel fans. Yes. <laughs> Not only that, he's on a 16-game hitting streak. 16-game. That's a career high. Yeah. This is this is what this is what's so and Ben's so spot on with this. All the articles are talking about is Bryce Harper. Yeah. All the national articles that, are all talking about Bryce that, Harper. That national team, they're yeah, they're, they're on fire. Though. Yeah. yeah. On well, yeah. Fire. Yeah, they're on fire, but but they're fun they, to watch. Yeah, but if right. the yeah the Angels how, have also how been how many Nationals games have you watched? None. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I hate baseball. <laughs> You're qualified to talk about that. How many Dodger games have you watched? Uh, the, you know, the free actually, ones. That's, oh, no, yeah, that, yeah. that's a great, great question. <laughs> Every game that they have televised on KTLA, I have watched at least a nice. few innings of each nice. of those games. Nice. You Except like, tonight. Because, I like to hear, because we're here tonight. Yeah, but yeah. that and Sydney wouldn't go to sleep. But <laughs> You sound like every other Dodgers fan. You just watch a few innings. Basa, why are you turning <laughs> Angels talk into Dodgers talk? <laughs> You know what, Jeff? We didn't crap on their Dodgers talk. Don't let them crap on our Angels talk. Good thing happens to these Angel teams when they learn how to do something. When they hit the goddamn ball. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Again, you mentioned Mike Trout, but there's also a lot of uh, various uh, Angel players that are doing a very good job. Andrew Tool Simmons. We have uh, Jeffrey Marte. We have, uh, unfortunately, CJ Crone uh, is not having a very good uh, no. week. No. He's actually on the disabled list. But overall, it's nice to see our Angels hitting the ball. And that's kind of something that the Angels were missing last week. And you pair that up with decent pitching. We got ourselves a sweep against Oakland. Yep. We played Seattle last night, which Cole Calhoun, also on a great uh, hitting streak, got his two-run home run, uh, kind of saved the game for us. But uh, it's it's fun right now to watch the Angels. Starting pitching has been clutch. Yes, yes. And we did get that unfortunate news with uh, Tyler Skaggs. I know uh, yeah. he was great for our rotation. However, he is out for about 10 to 12 weeks with an oblique strain. So right now, our Angel pitchers, you know, we're going to really be testing uh, the depth of our bullpen. And I'm, I want to say I'm a little bit afraid uh, to test that. Because I don't think we really have much there. I'm proud of you guys. You know, you're on this hit streak. You know, Mike Trout, 15 games, and it seems like Cole Calhoun. But you know who leads the league in hit streak right now? Stat alert. That's Justin Turner with a six. Uh, okay. He's been on fire. So, He's you know, been absolutely on fire. Yeah. <laughs> So wait, so Mike, like you're feeling a little insecure there, Eric. You gotta like throw that in our face. <laughs> so my question goes to Darren. Oh, yeah. and, and as soon as Ben's done, I have to bring something up. Go I, ahead, I have two questions. The first one is, uh, how is your second baseman doing home runs wise? 
Uh, <laughs> he, he was given the day off. <laughs> he, he's working on a few issues right yes. now. So, but yeah. he's going to come back strong. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> since, since we're doing Angel Talk, I want to once again say thank you to the Angels from the Dodger fan. Ooh, what did we do now? Yeah, it's, it's you're you guys. You're, Whatever you're, it is. Thank you. No, it's a huge thank you because... We faced Bartolo Colon last yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> Cody Bellinger's dad played for the Angels. So uh, just wanted to say thank you for giving us wow. Cody. All right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, without, uh, I think it was only for like one year or something, but still, wow, it counts. Still, it counts. you're welcome. Well, you're thank welcome. you. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> we like uh, helping out our cross-town <laughs> brothers. Small world. <laughs> All right. Darren, our predictions for the next championship. Last oh. year, you said four years minimum, All right. which would now be three years minimum. Are we still on track for that? I'm going to say we are still on track with that. I like what Billy, Billy Epler is doing. Uh, Draft-wise, I think he has a pretty good eye for talent. I think we are still there. I want to say yeah. Yeah? Yep. I'm not going to change that. All right. Three years. Three years. I Uh, know. Here we go, Jeff. (laughs) You want to guess what I'm going to say? Next, or this year, sorry. (laughs) This year. (laughs) This is it, right? 2017. I'm going to go ahead and say, this year, baby. (laughs) We're winning it this year, and I'll tell you why. There's all right, two... turn off the pod, guys. Turn Here we go. <laughs> we're, we're, this is all going to be edited out. There's, yeah, yeah. There's two types of teams that get into the playoffs. There's the teams that are are just built with talent. They've they've been amazing from the beginning of the season. You you knew in the beginning of the season they were the ones that that Vegas and everybody predicted would be there. Kind of like the Cubs last year. Exactly. Okay. But there's always those teams that that skate in in the wild card, get hot at the right time, yeah. and make some noise in the playoffs. And and sometimes those teams go on to win the World Series. And this Angels team, they are exciting. And mm-hmm. we've said, I mean, they've fought back from how many come from behind wins. I feel like they're 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 the sea biscuit of baseball. They just they need that horse right alongside them so that they can yeah, they can come back. Your credibility and, is just running win. right alongside that horse. Oh yeah, this year. Which also wow. means that you you flip one or two runs in four or five of those games, and they're in last place. I would ask this. No, in say, other words, like all the games they came back and won. Yes. If you flip, in other words, if they don't make those huge runs, or if the other team scores just one or two more runs, you don't have those wins underneath your belt. That is true. And so you guys are in a very precarious position in a lot of games where it could gone it could have gone bad. Well, and here's the thing: this this team that means has play with fire. This, this, the first couple and months luck. of this season have been fire. up and down. Like they they've had some ugly stretches. Yeah, of Jeff, baseball, but they're still over 500. Which for the Angels, this is like our strongest start since like 2011. Yeah, yeah. because the Angels traditionally start terribly. And and end up picking it up later in the season, but they've dug such a huge hole for themselves mm-hmm. that that I just think this team, are they going to win it? All right. If I'm taking off my rainbows and butterflies hat, are they going to win the World Series? No. But I, I would say this team is massively underrated, and they know that. The, the pressure to be this stud team isn't there because they don't have all the news cameras and outlets covering everything. Yeah. Everyone's, you know... Not giving them a shot at winning. With the best player and in baseball, the media is not giving them any attention. <laughs> it's terrible. We've addressed that. Because he's been the best Jeff, for the last how many years, Jeff, though? I, I, I've got to ask you this. Yeah, but if he was a Yankee, Mike Trout, his, yeah. it, it would be completely different. It would be. Completely different. But, okay, 
let's 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 just go with your your theory. Oh that, yes, that let's. they're exciting, and that, that that's good <laughs> enough to get you to the playoffs. I would ask you, name a playoff team in the history of baseball that hasn't had one side of the baseball figured out. Meaning, you have a portion of your team that you would lean on in times of crisis, right? If you think about maybe the Yankees teams in the early 2000s, they were very reliant on on starting pitching. They had Mariano Rivera in the back end, and then they also had, you know, the line, the, the, the middle of the lineup. They were strong everywhere. For the other teams, those fringe teams, they may have a great lineup, or they may have great starting pitching, or they may have a great back end of the bullpen. If I was to ask you, what is the one thing that the Angels do better than anybody that you could say that this is going to be good enough to get us into the playoffs. What would that be? Our defense has been fantastic. I, I mean, I suppose I would say defense and so far starting pitching. It's okay. been awesome. Teams yeah. have not been able to score against us. Now, I don't know that we can keep up that pace because it, mm-hmm. it just seems ridiculous that this beat-up pitching staff is doing what they're doing. Uh, I don't know if batters are going to figure them out through the course of the season. But you know, give but it. A- this is a team that could get hot at the end of the hitting. season. So, but you're you're saying and hitting and defense; those are your two strong points. I think when we're talking about this at the end of the season, yeah. those will be the strong points we're talking about. So far, it's been starting pitching has been our and defense has been our strong points. I would say it's your grit. Uh, if if we could put that a metric on that, <laughs> that's absolutely it. Vic Our would grit. pay Vic would pay you eight million dollars because your win above your replacement. <laughs> of just, I don't know, know if Ben knows what that means. I'm just being happy. <laughs> All right, thanks you guys for letting Angel Talk go on long. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, we got, we got much more to talk about, We're including the Kings, <laughs> the Rams and Raiders drafts, and predictions on USC and of course Gal. Talk right after this. Here in LA, we love our weather and sports teams, but we do not love our traffic. With a car accident every six seconds, we all know someone who's been in a fender bender. At Garcia Chiropractic, we specialize in relieving pain caused by sports injuries, car accidents, or just the stress of sitting in daily traffic. Our x-ray analysis ensures you get the treatment you need. Have you had a sports injury or been in a car accident? Know someone who has? Go to DannyGarciaDC.com to schedule a new patient exam. We're so confident you'll love your first visit. We're willing to pay for your gas. Mention guys in shorts and you'll receive a $20 gas card. Again, that's DannyGarciaDC.com. Schedule your exam today. We are back, and we're talking about our predictions for when our L.A. teams are going to win their next championship. Uh, So last season, Kings, Vic, gave the prediction that they were going to win last season. I feel like they didn't win last season. You weren't even close. No, they did not. So, Vic... You you might have some thoughts, but we thought maybe we'd bring on some big guns to to help with the Kings talk. So on the phone, we have from the Guys in Shorts Kings show, Mr. James Whitlock. How's it going, guys? Quack. Woo! Quack. Oh, quack. Wow. Quack. Oh, quack. wow. Quack. Quack. Oh. <laughs> well, we know Ben's in there. <laughs> you guys doing the flying V right now? <laughs> oh. So That's... knowing... Uh, knowing that the Ducks are now two and two in their series. It doesn't look like it's going to be uh, good luck for them in the second round uh, with game seven almost imminent. There you go. Oh, that's right. They're going to break so the curse this They'll lose it in seven, right? For yeah, sure. Exactly. So it looks like if we're talking about championships coming to LA, next season's going to be very interesting for the Kings. We've got a lot of movement. 
after last season, uh, we did not make the playoffs. So, um, GM and coach go, you know, there's always someone accountable for something like that, especially on a downfall. There's less scoring and it looks like a new mindset, a younger mindset's going to have to come in. So Rob Blake and John Stevens brought in as GM and coach. Do you like that move? I, I like it. I, John Stevens is already there. He's the assistant coach moving up to head coach. Um, the guys uh, respect him. There's uh he's willing to stand his ground. Him and Dowdy had some words at the beginning of their relationship and now they worked that out. So it's a guy that's going to stand up and, and make his vision known. Rob Blake's been in GM position with the rain for the Kings and helped develop the system that they have now. So I, I feel like this wasn't all a Dean Lombardi and uh Sutter world because there's bigger, bigger plans um, developing. And so this just seems kind of like the Kings plan, you know, if things weren't to, uh, to get better. With that being said, I think, I think this is going to be a good one, Vic. You might want to just stretch your prediction out to next year. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Really? Wow. I like it. Would the other guys say the same thing? They're laughing. (laughs) <laughs> I, they, they might be because butterflies and rainbows, right? It's the end of the season for us. It's a but, brand new season. But isn't this sort of a reboot to the team? I mean, doesn't it take a, a couple seasons to get gelling? And Well, you, what you saw at the end was bringing in a lot of young blood, some players that definitely have proven themselves. Um, there's still, there's still some work to do. You know, we've already signed a defenseman this year, uh, this at the end of the season. So, um, a new guy coming in to help revitalize that defensive side, but they're going to push for more offense. And that's yeah. really where the Kings have come short this very year. Short. And it's been very apparent. How many times can you say you bring in a new GM, a new coach, some young blood, and then get it next year? Well, that, the, the Warriors did it with Steve that Kerr. That is sure rainbows and butterflies. Yeah, but the Warriors didn't bring an entirely new team. No, they, they brought bring, a new coach. Yeah, they just brought yeah, in a new just coach. A coach. Yeah. Well, this, Remember, this isn't guys, a brand new team, though. The last time the Kings brought in a new coach, they yeah. won the Stanley Cup they won the that Stanley year. Cup that year, yeah, exactly. Ooh. And you've got you've got a good core of people that have won two Stanley Cup championships. Yeah, that are still together. Decade. Exactly. And you guys like the even years, right? We love even years. Next year is even. <laughs> All right, Vic. Next year, do you agree? How do I say no to James? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you, you don't. He's on the King Show. Yeah, exactly. Can't argue with that. <laughs> no, not at all. James, awesome as always. Thank you for for calling in. We appreciate it. You, I'm sure you hated staying up and and probably drinking whiskey. Hey, you do what you do for the team, right? That's right. <laughs> so just just keep your heads up, guys. Uh, in June is going to be a big big time for uh, for the Kings. We've got the Vegas draft. For the expansion team, yeah, oh. we're going to see who comes off the team that could clear up some cap space, and then, uh, yeah, and then we go into uh, finding out how the NHL draft's going to go. For all the King Show listeners, are are we going to get some more King Show episodes in the off season? I'm glad you asked because it looks <laughs> like next week you got a show coming your way. All right, <laughs> well, I will look forward to it. Hey, James, out of curiosity, for the Vegas draft, if if the Vegas team were to take a Kings player, let's say with three years, you know, and, and twenty million dollars still left on his contract, do they assume the contract or do they rewrite a new one for him? They are going to. So they're what they're going to do is they have to pick up sixty to one hundred percent of the um, cap space off current contracts. So they're going to take over current contracts was going to release from the the team that they pull from. Oh, okay. All right, buddy. Thanks for calling right. in. 
Cheers <laughs> to you, gentlemen. Oh, Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for putting together another great show. Hey, oh, hey, yeah. Hey, what are you drinking? I mean, what kind of whiskey? Uh, this is a Japanese Nika coffee grain whiskey. Wow. From Suntory. Oh, wow. Is it the real deal? <laughs> As Jeff would say, it is the real deal. Oh, sounds like the real deal. <laughs> and uh, and we did crack open a Miller Lite for our Kings fans. Oh, well nice. Well nice. done, sir. Anything else, Ben? Mm-mm. Okay, James. Uh, you caught me drinking. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right. Ben, hate on. <laughs> we'll see you later. Have a good night. All right, moving on. The NFL draft was last week. Yes. Both the Rams and Raiders uh, had some picks. The Raiders probably more than the Rams did. Let's talk Rams, though. <laughs> Darren Besa, your thoughts on their draft? Well, you know what? Overall, personal thoughts, I don't think they did that bad. And I know a lot of analysts out there, you get to re- uh, read a lot of stories on the internet, and they say that the Rams drafted horribly. I see grades from <laughs> Ds. I see some Bs. I see some Cs. Honestly, overall, we weren't going to get that one splash pick. Why? Well, we never Because you got him last year. Exactly. <laughs> we got him last year, and we didn't have a first rounder we this year. Gave up all our picks this year. Yeah. yeah. So I think everybody was trying to look for that splash. And of course, you can't get that splash if you don't have a first round pick. But the Rams addressed some needs. I understand we didn't pick anybody from, uh, for our, the uh, offensive line, but we got people. <laughs> so they didn't address the needs as well. I know. That, that was, uh, <laughs> yeah. Didn't you say last that week so that Gurley got hit 80% of yeah. the time behind the line of scrimmage? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, well, yeah. we'll get to that, guys. <laughs> but they filled, they filled the needs offensively. They got except for the line, <laughs> except for the line, <laughs> which they is did, the most important part that, of your team. They did that under the undrafted free agents. They got two of them eventually out of the eleven undrafted free agents that we got. But right, the eight picks that we did get, you know, it we started off with a tight end, uh, Gerald Everett. You know, his his guy's a beast, and he's supposed to be very good with uh, Sean McVay. Sean McVay's system is that he normally runs a two tight tight end set. So if you have a tight end out there, you have a running back out there, you have a wide receiver out there, you know, it. maybe you'll throw two tight ends out there. That's what Sean McVay has done in the past for um, the Washington Redskins. He's All like I, Ben. He likes a tight end. <laughs> That's the way he likes it. <laughs> Who doesn't? Well, I heard he likes a two tight end set. <laughs> as far as for our second pick, uh, I kind of knew that they were going to go wide receiver route, knowing that they went through the tight end route the first time around. Unfortunately, Eric, I know you are disappointed. There was no Juju Smith-Schuster. Who so. is Gerald Everett? We need Juju. <laughs> <laughs> you need Juju, yes. Um, but you know what? Uh, Cooper Cup, I think he is just as good as Juju would have been. He so, gives the name a run for the money for sure. Cooper Cup is a solid name. That, that is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty strong. Yeah, but you know, overall, I mean, I, I can't, I can't say this was a total fail. We got the needs. Yes, we didn't get anybody from the offensive line during the draft, but we got it during the undrafted free agency. And we'll see what this team does. You know, we you throw in Wade Phillips, who's great on defense. He has over thirty years of knowledge. Let's see what they can do. To be fair to Darren, this was one of the weakest drafts for offensive linemen, so I think that's one of the reasons why they they steered clear. But that being said, it would have been nice to... We'll just have to get one with our, our top pick next year. If, yeah. if, you, if you look at our offensive line this year, we have Whitworth, who's new to the team. You have Sullivan, 
who is new to the team. So two out of the five offensive uh, linemen are new. Four out of the five are in new spots. You throw in the fact that it's a new head coach. We have a new offensive lines uh, coach also. You know what? Maybe some magic will eventually happen. All right. So last year, Mr. Besa. What did I say? <laughs> I feel like, I feel like this <laughs> one's changing. for this one. Ugh. You said in two years, so that would mean one year. I think you said the the season that we move into the new stadium. I, I thought I said yeah. 2019. So 2019. Are we winning the Super Bowl in 2019? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're pushing it back? I'm going to push it back. You know, you got a new coach. Actually, you got a lot of new coaches. You got a lot of young players. I'm going to bump it to at least one more year. Okay. 2020. 2020. Yeah, yep. you got to get used to the new stadium yep. and, and whatnot. I can wait. Shall we talk Raiders? <laughs> yes. 30 seconds on the clock? Oh, okay. Beast <laughs> <laughs> mode? Uh, uh, you, what did you think of their draft, Ben? Well, so before the draft, we ended up locking down our, uh, our future running back, Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> yeah. So I am excited Happy about, about that. It. I am excited. You went back and forth. Well, uh, you were I, excited, and then I think you were talking yourself out of it. I am, and and I and I I don't believe that he's going to be an every down back, but I do believe that he's going to be the best option for third down, and and he is a veteran, and I think he'll 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 do okay. He'll bring that same veteran moxie that yes, he will. Pujols brings. Right. Assuming he stays yeah. healthy, <laughs> he brings grit. But, there you go. That's but, great. But, yeah. but the Raiders addressed a lot of their concerns on defense and also on both sides of the line during the draft. They cho- they ended up choosing uh, a cornerback, two safeties, two defensive tackles, two offensive tackles, a linebacker, and then a running back. Okay. So uh, to, when you look at that list, they needed help in the run. They needed help on the secondary, and you know they needed help uh, is, at least by committee as far as running backs are concerned. So I think they addressed all of their needs in the in the draft and we'll see how the draft the draftees will will work out for the team this year. The other thing that I don't think that the Raiders have addressed yet that they still can in the offseason is a backup quarterback. Because what happened when our quarterback went down last year? We oh, flamed out. Yeah, we lost the last game of the flamed. season, yeah. went into the playoffs and and the game was over before it even started. So here I am as a Raiders fan saying I think that we need to take a look at Jay Cutler as possibly being our backup oh. quarterback. Oh, I wouldn't. Wow. I wouldn't go Kaepernick okay. because I think that he's too. You know, his 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 stock has really fallen. But I think if you get a guy who who's been in the league for you know ten years or whatever, yeah, I can see that. Whatever Cutler's been in the league, you know, I feel like he's the least Raider player of yeah. any player because he's soft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, he's but totally we need soft. <laughs> the, didn't he miss a game for a hangnail? Probably, yeah. <laughs> but but we need something because right yeah. now we don't have it, and so I don't think he's getting any looks as a starter anywhere. And where better to play than somewhere where you could potentially win a ring? You pulled Tony Romo out of retirement. You could, but I think he's he's he's, <laughs> he's hell bent you, you, on becoming you, a you broadcaster. Just, <laughs> you, you, you just found the one guy who's less Raider-ish than Jay Cutler. <laughs> So anyway, to end my 30-second segment, I feel really good about the direction of the Raiders. I think it's a 10-6 season, make the playoffs, and I think that uh, it's Super Bowl or bust for them this year and Uh next year. So I I think that it's going to be one of these two years we're going to break through and win a Super Bowl. Last year you predicted... They wouldn't win it last year, and they would win it this year. Well, I'm, so I'm right there. Sticking with this, I or, or maybe next year. Yep, I like that. Vegas, I think, has you guys in the top five. Oh, absolutely. Of teams, absolutely. We're we're probably top two to three in the AFC. So you look at obviously you look at Kansas City because of of what they did last year, 
And obviously you look at the Patriots. Outside of those two teams, I think the Raiders are the third best team in the AFC. Congrats. Good for you. Thank you. That <laughs> was a Vegas very different update. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we get to Galaxy, real quick, let's talk quick USC and when they're going to win their next championship, as long as we're talking football and not football. <laughs> ben and Eric, you both said two to three years last year. So that would, of course, be one to two years now. Yeah. Well, you sticking with that or changing our mind? Eric, do you want to go or do you want me to? I'll jump in. All right. So... I say it still holds. I think this year, with Sam Darnold coming back and proving himself last season, there are still a lot of of uh, returning players. Even though we lost Juju Smith and um, and Adoree Jackson, we're still bringing back guys like Jalen Green, uh, Itamore Bebe. We still have our uh, tailbacks, Ronald Jones. We're still bringing these guys back, so we're still very, very deep right now. And I think that the USC has the talent and now the experience that they got last year, especially with the Rose Bowl and playing under the big lights. I think that they're going to be able to make a college playoff. And then once you're in the college playoff, anything can happen. So there's definitely the possibility of them bringing it all home this year. That talent that they have on that team, I'd put them up against Ohio State, I'd put them up against Alabama, and I'd put them up against Clemson, although they're not going to be the same team because they're losing Deshaun Watson. So well, I, I think that they can do it this year. I, I think I they harness something, and, and you, never, you never wait for the following year. Sam Darnold may leave at the end of this season, so let's win it. I love wow. it. And you know what? If they don't win it, you can always blame sanctions. <laughs> not this year. <laughs> not, not, not anymore. Year. Not Are we anymore. done blaming sanctions? Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah, it. After, yeah, this year, Whoa. it's done. It's over. I'm sure you'll still find a way to blame it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some sort because of, of the effect. The long, there are long-term lasting effects. That are, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there yeah. it is. Yeah. One more thing that Ben said that really struck me was starting something that the other championship teams did. When Carson Palmer, his last season, yep. they won a big bowl game against Iowa. Yes, they Iowa did. was highly touted yep. going into that that bowl game, and they rolled that momentum into the next season and ended up winning uh, a national championship, I believe, the next With year. With Matt Liner so I, as a rookie. Yes. So I, I think that we're definitely on to something similar to that. They're going to come in rolling and they're going to come in confidence sky high. And with Alabama and Clemson losing some major players, USC's right there to to pick up the pieces where they where they lost them. Yeah, I'd like to point out that Ben was the most rainbows and butterflies of any yeah. of us on our next Seriously. championship prediction. Yeah. You have two LA teams winning a championship this year. Yeah. Nicely done, it's, sir. It's proud a new of, side you. of you. Thank you. Proud of you. <laughs> this Rainbows is the love and couch. butterflies looks good on you. <laughs> Get All off right, my couch. Hammer, it is time for the Galaxy <laughs> update now. Do my 30 seconds. Because the Galaxy have been so awful this season, we have given Ben the power to play <laughs> Hammer off on his Galaxy <laughs> update. I'm going to be so firm, ben, but fair. You're going to be, yeah. Ben has agreed to be fair with this, but as soon as the Galaxy update goes on too long, Ben will be playing you <laughs> off with some Oscar awards acceptance speech music. You know, you know what scares me the most is because I'm not live in studio. That, I'm, that red button, I think, is going to look very <laughs> tempting. Oh yeah, <laughs> Mr. D1 over there. He's he's got the the phone held up to the mic and ready to yeah. go. So His finger is you, actually shaking. Yeah, you have a very short leash, my friend. <laughs> Good All luck. Right, cue that music. You ready? All right. Yes. Here we go. How did the galaxy look, Hammer? 
the LA Galaxy tied 0-0. Cue the music. What? <laughs> <laughs> I told you firm but fair. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So the Galaxy started with a new lineup. We had talked about how they were having some chemistry issues. And so they have they started three defensive midfielders. So for a team that was having trouble scoring, they went with a defensive lineup versus the last place team in the league. And the, the odd thing about it is you can say that it worked because Philadelphia did didn't look threatening at all, but you could also say that because Philadelphia is the worst team in the league. So I don't know why you would go with a defensive lineup against the worst team in the league. So we ended up with kind of a very boring first half. And then in the second half is when they finally started to show some fight and they looked dangerous. But in the end, the Galaxy is just not good right now. They, they can't put the ball in the net and it's just really bad. The chemistry's off. Something is off with this team. People are pointing at Jermaine Jones, our 36-year-old American. There he is. There he is. Oh, oh, Hammer. We wanted to hear the rest of that, but nice. oh, it just... It just uh... I gotta give one more shout-out. One more shout-out. <laughs> you know what? I have my own microphone. I'm gonna record my own show. <laughs> Alright, what's your shout-out? My shout out is to João Pedro. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh, hammer! Oh, the, the, we really wanted to hear that. But, uh, oh. oh, this is the best! <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead and do your shout out. My one and only shout out is going to be to João Pedro, our Portuguese player. He has been having an subpar season and he uh, he came out. It was Portuguese Heritage Night and I have some sources who told me that he was aware that it was Portuguese Heritage Night and he was really kind of putting a little extra fire in his uh, in his belly to get going. He actually had the best chance of the game where he took yeah. a shot and it ricocheted off both posts. Goal posts. Yeah, it was so crazy. the sad thing oh, is what? the highlight of the season is a ball going off of both both posts. <laughs> the highlight of the game. Play me off because that's where it is. Hey, Eric. Luckily, uh, luckily, I don't have to play by the rules of the Oscar music. I, I was Perfect. at the game with Eric as well, and the only thing that I want to add to the Galaxy update is that what struck me is that this team has no identity. And yes. what I mean by that is I, I don't know what – their strategy is you had the Showtime Lakers, you know, you had Kobe and Shaq, um, you have Derek Carr and the Raiders, you know, you know what they're going to do to you. This team has no identity. Like, I, I don't know who's doing what on this team. And I yeah. think that's one of the biggest problems that they've had and this year. And they apparently don't know either. They don't know either. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it just seems like they're in panic mode from the coaching to the players. They're too nervous in front of goal. You can tell they're desperate. And it's just like Victor said, they don't have. We don't have a thing. Like, okay, we could depend on this guy. Like what, what Ben and and, uh, and Jeff were saying about, well, we have our starting pitching and our defense we could rely yeah. on. We don't have one thing where we could. that's a shining yeah, spot. Nothing. Everything is just under the radar. Eric clearly doesn't get the point of the Oscar music. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like I said, I've got my own microphone. I'm at home. I'm going to do a, an extra 40 minutes just on my own. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the music. The, the music is nice. It really is nice. This is my new yeah. favorite bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hammer. A year ago, you and Victor both said the Galaxy were winning it last year. Do you want to update that prediction? 
They're not winning <laughs> they it were last gonna year. Win it last year? <laughs> yes, I would like to update that. Uh, I could tell you that not only are they not going to win it this year, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. They will not make the playoffs this year. Oh, wow. And so, and so it's going to be in the years to come, who are they going to bring into the team? Because I think even though it's only been a, a, a few games into the season, this experiment with the youth players – you can tell that they're they're already kind of moving away with that with some of the moves that they're trying to make, and it's not working. So it's going to be who else can they bring in? Jermaine Jones is, is 36. He's not going to be hanging around much longer. Ashley Cole's 30, 35, 36. Yella Van Dam's not a young guy. So they're going to need to reload, and depending on who they reload with, we'll see. But uh, the future does not look bright for the LA Galaxy. So I, I not not last year, not this year, not next year, not in two years. So I, I I can't tell you. I can't give you an answer. Maybe five years, maybe ten years down the road. The galaxy's I'll, in bad I'll give shape you an right answer. Now. I'll give you two answers. I'm gonna give you a prediction Go. for both the galaxy and LAFC. Oh. Ooh, let's hear it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm predicting that LAFC in their third year of existence in the league is gonna win a championship, which is gonna force the galaxy to do oh. something. Yeah. Because at that point the all the momentum's gonna be on LAFC's side. And the year after LAFC wins, the Galaxy will win. Ooh, Eric, what do you think about that? I like it. I think it's going to happen sooner than that. I think oh, <laughs> sorry about that, Eric. I we was set up. I was set up. Thinking, but <laughs> yeah, you walked right into that. Up. We got to get out of here. We are Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA, at Guys in Shorts Sports, on face, on Instagram. <laughs> on Facebook, you can find us, and also at guysinshorts.com. While you're there, check out the store, and please leave a voicemail for us, 562-450-3356. And, of course, share, review, and like the show, all that good stuff. Spread the word about Guys in Shorts, your favorite sports podcast. I love this music. I can, <laughs> I can jam out to this all night. For Victor Costello, Darren Beza, Ben Garcia, Eric the Portuguese Hammer, and James Whitlock from The King Show, I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. Galaxy's next game is against the Chicago Fire on Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) As he's walking off the stage. 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 Walking off the stage.